Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to break down game six of the NBA Finals, the showdown state between the Bucks and the Suns. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. Also making videos for PGA Daily Fantasy Sports and NBA Top Shot. Just uploaded a video for NBA Top Shot of the five up-and-coming young players that you need to own on Top Shots. If you guys are interested in that, go ahead and check that one out. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. Link down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would help me out a ton, guys. Every single rating and review just boosts me up in those Apple podcast rankings. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com. Esports package, it includes Call of Duty and CSGO as well as an NBA package, and I am going to offer an NFL package once we get there. Again, season coming soon, preseason, I think like three weeks away, regular season a little uh, a little over a month away for NFL. And I do want to thank Price Picks for sponsoring this episode. So if this is your first time watching my content or you're not familiar with Price Picks, there are two different ways you can play for NBA. The first way is you just take straight up over under on fancy points. So Price picks post players and their fancy scores. Again, you either take the over or the under. For example, Chris Paul projected for 40 and a half fancy points. Again, you either take the over or the under on that. You can mix and match sports as well. So you can like take a couple from NBA. You can take a couple from MLB, eSports. They have every single thing. They have TBT, the basketball tournament. I think the only site, fancy site, I see that's offering TBT content. And then you can also play single stats. So this is just where you take straight up over under on points, assists, rebounds, three-pointers made, free throws made. So if you guys want to try it out inside, please go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you will get a free $100 to play with. The reason I like prize picks so much is it's a nice change of pace from DraftKings because you are not playing against anyone, right? You're not playing against a ton of lineups. You are just playing against the house. So... Let's get into this video. Real quick, though, I want to uh, go over my lineup here from Game 5. So Game 5, what a game, guys. That was, I think, the best game so far in the series. The series has been great. 3-2 bucks now. Again, what happened, right? I was told by everyone on Twitter, this game or this series is over after two games. Clearly not, right? So uh, let's go over my lineup. Chris Paul uh, in the captain with Giannis, Drew Holiday, Aiton, Cam Johnson, and Torrey Craig. So once again, I went with the four-star approach, uh, but I went with some a little bit cheaper in the captain, that being Chris Paul. He had a really solid bounce-back game, went for almost 70 in the captain. Giannis actually had a subpar game, only 52 fancy points. He had a nice game, like 32-9-6. and six. Obviously, that alley-oop dunk uh, to finish the game was just crazy. Drew Holiday had a massive game, though. His ownership... Went from like 50% to 30% after that 4 of 20 shooting game. Again, ownership. I always talk about that. Recency bias. Ownership usually drops. It did on Drew Holiday. Only 30%. Absolutely smashed. 61 fancy points. Had the, the, the game clincher. You know, steal alley-oop. He was amazing in that game. DeAndre Ayton was also too cheap. Went for 40 fancy points. Then value. Nothing crazy here. Cam Johnson, 11 and a half. Uh, lost a few minutes. Mikel Bridges picked up a couple extra minutes there. And then Torrey Craig was just a filler piece. So... That was it for the look back and a solid day for myself. And then I got to give a shout out to Josh. I mean, just continuously having massive games. Once again, he had a takedown here, uh, turned about $600 into $20,000. So congrats, Josh. Again, he has been on fire. Also, you know, going over a few, a few other winners. We got takedowns basically every single slate. 
Uh, Max ha- had a big win, first big takedown, incredibly stoked. Shout it out myself. You're playing showdowns, finally, you want to check out his content. So, yeah, turned uh, in this contest $8 into over $1,200. Um, you know, what, $3 or whatever into $450. We've had some big, big ones. Adam turned the $25 giveaway in from, uh, you know, about $25 in total to almost $1,200. Drew, $80 total in this to over, you know, just about $1,300. So we've had big winners basically every single night so far in the NBA Finals and, and hoping to, to keep it going here for Game 6, possible clinching game here for the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, um, I guess before we get into the player-by-player breakdown and take a look at the Vegas odds, I just want to give you guys a special shout-out for everyone coming in and checking out these videos, whether it be the DFS content, whether it be the Top Shot content, you know, the PGA content. Thank you guys so much. If you can, leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos, and you know when I go live. Let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video. All right, so... Let's take a look at the Vegas odds here. We have Suns, we have Bucks. It's a 222 over under. The Bucks are five point favorites. Oh, one more thing too. Gonna be doing a special stream tomorrow. Not a not a single live stream, not a solo live stream, not a dual live stream. We're gonna be doing a trio live stream. Myself, Mike, Razdaz, DFS on Twitter, and bringing back Noah again. We're gonna be doing a trio stream talking about game six, DraftKings. FanDuel, prize picks, all that good stuff. So make sure to check that out tomorrow, guys. All right, let's start off with the Phoenix Suns. And at the top, we have Devin Booker at 10.4K. Has played really well last couple of games in losing efforts. 46 and then 55 fancy points. He's had 42 and 40 real-life points. Now, what I'm a little bit concerned about here is the peripheral stats, right? They're still not there with Chris Paul in this lineup. One board, two assists. Four boards, three assists. Also, what I saw, which is a little bit worrisome, is they moved Drew Holiday, one of the best, if not the best defenders in the NBA, onto Devin Booker a lot last game, uh, and that definitely affected him uh, down the stretch. So if Drew Holiday is going to be hassling Devin Booker, that makes me a, a little bit more. I mean, it's not a huge, like I'm not going to fade Devin Booker because of it, but I do think it's a slight downgrade if they're going to have Drew Holiday and Devin Booker for most of the game. So with Devin Booker at 10.4K, Again, if he does have a bad shooting game, the floor is there. We saw 20 fancy points from him three games ago. So that is possible, and you're still going to have to pay a premium. Now, if the Suns want want a shot to win this game and bring it back to Game 7, I think you're going to have to see a big, big game from Devin Booker. He's going to be super aggressive in the offensive end. Might even play the whole game. Like, I don't know if he comes out in this game. So Devin Booker, I like, but I think more of a contrarian play at that price. Once again, I'm going to prefer Chris Paul for the discount. $1,400 cheaper. And a guy that can do a lot more of the peripherals. 11 assists. Uh, he's a guy that will get you close to double to assist every game. Can rebound the ball and can obviously score the ball. Had 21 real-life points. Went for 44 fans points. He has not played his best series. He definitely hasn't. He's been turning the ball. He did better with the turnovers last game. But previous games, 5, 4, 6 turnovers. So, again, if the Suns want a chance to bring this back to 7, you're going to need pretty big games out of both these guards in Booker and Paul. For me, once again, I'm going to prefer Chris Paul to Devin Booker. And DeAndre Ayton, I sound like a broken record, but he is still too cheap at this price point. It only went up $200. He played 45 minutes. Again, might play the entire game here or sit out for a minute or two. A great rebounder. Only had 10 rebounds last game. I think that goes up. So probably get you close to double-double. Going to play the almost the entire game. Can block some shots. Uh, the only thing you have to be slightly concerned about is foul trouble. We saw him get in severe foul trouble three games ago. He had four fouls last game. So that is a slight risk with DeAndre Ayton, but... If he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he's too cheap again. 
Now we get to the wing. So Crowder, Bridges, the minutes have gone up in both of them. Last game, Crowder played 40 minutes. Started off really strong, but then kind of cooled off. Again, they're the number four, number five in offense. But the thing is, we're no longer getting like 30-ish minutes out of Jay Crowder. We're going to get about 40 minutes. So Crowder's a guy that can kind of do it all, can score the ball, can, is a good defender, can get some blocks and steals. They'll use him at Giannis at times. You know, can, can rebound the ball as well. We've seen 10, 6, 8, and 5 rebounds the last four games. So... I'm actually okay with Jay Crowder in the mid-range. I, I would wish he was a little bit cheaper. Like 7-4 is not very cheap. But I think he's in play because the Mets have gone way up. And Mikel Bridges went from you know under 30 minutes the previous two games to about 33 minutes. I personally don't love this price. I think he's a little bit overpriced. But if he's going to play over 30 minutes, he's at least playable. Again, though, I'm, I'm not. He's someone that is, is definitely a contrarian play for me. All right, let's talk about Cam Johnson, who was very, very popular last slate. Had a, you know, kind of below average game, only 11 and a half fancy points. Now, the somewhat concerning thing is we saw the mids drop a little bit. We saw about 30 previous two games, only 22 that most recent one. So if he's only going to get about 20 minutes, he becomes a little bit riskier. Now, Cam Johnson still is a good scorer. Obviously, he's a good shooter. We've seen him knock down a lot of threes. At 4.4K, I think he's a fair value play. But if he's only going to play like 20 to 22 minutes, he becomes a little bit riskier. Now, if he bounces back and goes for, for or he go, if he plays for close to 30 minutes, then I'll like him a lot more. I think they're kind of going to kind of go the hot hand with him and Bridges. So, like, whoever's playing better, I think, will be in that closing lineup. If I had to guess, it probably would be Bridges. He's a slightly better defender. But that's my thoughts with the, the Phoenix Wings. Campaign at 4K. So, I think it's, you know, around 15 minutes, played 15 minutes last game. Uh, he can, uh, you know, they can get, run three guard lineups, I guess, with him, Paul, and Booker. They're not going to do that a ton. Um, you know, if one of those guys get in foul trouble, obviously he'll play a little bit more. So with campaign, again, a decent offensive player, decent point per guy, but don't expect huge minutes unless something weird happens. So with campaign, I think he's more of a GPP play for me, but we saw it, right? He can still, you know, he was in the winning lineup, I believe, last slate. He had 21 fans points in 15 minutes, so it's possible, but again, he's going to have to have one of those ceiling games in limited minutes. And then finally, Torrey Craig. So minutes went down a little bit on him, went from 15 to 9 minutes. I mean, I expect him to play, but don't expect a ton of minutes. I think 10 to 15 minutes, a pretty fair guess. Again, a decent defender, um, but... You know, unless something weird happens or foul trouble, I wouldn't think he plays a ton. So, Craig, you know, you can play him for salary relief, but don't expect a ton of minutes. Don't expect a ton of production. And that's really it. Nader, Kaminsky, DNP's last game. So, let's move on to the Milwaukee Bucks. And at the top, Giannis had to come about 12.8K. So, that was the first time, I believe, all series where he was not in the winning lineup. He just had a, you know, subpar fancy point game, only 52 fancy points. I do think... That goes up here in game six. Now, I have said that. If you are going to go that super risky fade of fade Giannis, you play Drew and Milton. And that, that worked out, right? If you fade Giannis, Milton, Drew Holiday both had really, really good games. Now, I expect Giannis to come out a little bit more aggressive uh, you know, on the offensive end of this game. I expect him to play over 40 minutes. We know he's a great point per minute guy. Um, I, I think most likely he's going to be in the winning line. I'm not ownership-wise. He was about 90% last slate. I expect that to be the same. Maybe a little bit lower since he wasn't in the winning line. Maybe we only get about 80 85% Giannis, but still, um, I, I think he is my preferred spend-up on this slate. Now, Middleton and Drew Holiday... They're, just, they're both up and down, but we saw 58 and 44 fans points from Middleton previous two games. Andrew Holiday, uh, the, the struggling shooting game, 420, still almost put up 40 fancy points. And I said, hey, if he has a decent shooting game, we could see a big, big game from Drew. And he had a decent shooting game, and we saw a big, big game from Drew, 61 fancy points. So both these guys have been up and down a little bit in the playoffs, but the minutes have been there, right? 43, 44 minutes from Middleton. 
Drew Holiday, 43, 42. Again, a great defender. They're going to use him a lot on Booker, I feel like, for, for this uh, for game six. So I have interest in both these Milwaukee Bucks guys. You know, I think the upside, we've seen more upside games from Middleton when Giannis is in the lineup than Drew Holiday. Even though, again, Drew had the big game last game. Now, ownership, since Drew had the big game last game, he might be a little more popular than Middleton. So maybe I have a small lean to Middleton over Drew, but it's really, really close with the number two and number three here on the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, Brooke Lopez has basically been a cross-off for me the last three or four games. But the, the, the positive thing here is he played 29 minutes last game. Now, I think that was partly due to P.J. Tucker foul trouble. But, you know, if there's a chance that he could play close to 30 minutes, I think he's at least in play. Again, though, I think he saw extra minutes because Tucker was in foul trouble. So more often than not, I think he hovers in this 20-minute range, which at this price point, it's still hard to get. Now, could he have 25 fantasy points in 22 minutes? Sure. He's a decent point for a guy. Obviously, can knock down some threes. But same thing I'll say about campaign. Right now, more of a contrarian GPP only play for me. Now, Pat Conson's the guy I've been playing almost every single game so far this series. He's just going to be in the closing lineup. He's going to play big minutes. Should play over 30 minutes. We've seen 34, 30, 32, 33. Um, you know, he'll be the number four on offense in that closing lineup. Uh, you know, Tucker should be the uh, will be in the closing lineup as long as you know foul trouble. He'll be the number five. So, yeah, Conton obviously can knock down some threes. He shot four or six last game. Can get some peripherals. That's a decent rebounder for a guy of his size. So I think Conton is is obviously a solid play, but the price has come up now, right? He was sub 4K three games ago. Now he's 5,200. So it's a little bit more difficult to get Pat Conton into your lineup. Now, Bobby Portis intrigues me here at 5K because the minutes have been there. 18, 20, and 19. He's basically playing the same minutes as Brooke Lopez. So if we get around 20 minutes from Bobby Portis in this game, I think he's someone that I do have some interest in. Again, a good point for a guy. He's kind of been subpar last couple games, 13, 17 fancy points. But don't be surprised if he comes out and puts up 28 fancy points in 20 minutes. Again, an energy guy, a good offensive player. And if the Mets are going to be there for Portis, I do have some interest in him. Now, Tucker, and he's been in foul trouble almost every single game. Last year, games, five, five, five fouls. Mets went down because of foul trouble last game. I think he plays over 30 minutes if he can stay out of foul trouble. A decent defender, obviously not great in the offensive end, but I think it is a safer value play because the Mets will be there as long as there's no foul trouble. And last guy I talk about here is Jeff Teague at 2K. So kind of like Torrey Craig, I think gets around 10 minutes or so. Obviously not a great point for a guy, but most likely will be on the court for a little bit. So if you want to use him as a dart throw, you can. But other than that, again, Forbes, DNP, last few games, Thanasis missed the last game. I'm not sure. If he's going to be available for this game. But, yeah, there's there's really not much for either team here. Both teams ran very, very tight rotations. I expect that again for game six tomorrow. But that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos. And you know when I'm live. Again, trio live stream with Mike, Razdaz, and Noah tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, guys. We're going to be talking DraftKings, FanDuel, prize picks, all that good stuff. Thanks again. Have a great day and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.